Good morning. Welcome to part two of five of the Hamburglore Hatman saga. As always, the first half of the episode will be a report by Cam, and the second half will be something else. Before we get to that, though, I'd like to give some Patreon shoutouts for the Golden Skull tier patrons on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash some good shows. Shout out to Andrew Albers, Ben Krieger, Casual Colleen, Charlotte Ellis, Colleen Humphreys, Doc Rubente, Eddie De Santiago, Emily Lyon, Emma the Seance, Emo Seal, Emphatic Olive, Ezra, Hannah Kim, Khalid Said, Kyle Hatfield, Matt aka Stormageddon, Michael Robertson, Nancy Konek, Nene12715, Nez, Nick Potter, Pilnock, Sammy Wake Up, Sammy Wake Up, Spence, Steph, Stephen Mayfield, Victoria Dion, and Zach. And remember, since Twitter might be exploding right now, check out the link in the description for our Discord. Good night. show where we explore the weird characters and history that's used to sell you food and other garbage. I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And I'm new formula Nathan Brandt. I think you used that joke already. Today we're joined... No, I said, I said Nate Classic before, okay, okay, whatever. Okay. I'm uh, Crystal Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're joined by our good, good pal, Taylor. How's it going, bud? I'm new and improved formula. Taylor. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, well, Taylor, Taylor, one thing that we do ask everybody on this show... Um, What's your favorite fast food item? It is the Rose's Cafe and Tortilla Factory bean and cheese burrito with a side of medium hot sauce and chips. Next question. God damn. Okay. <laughs> what is your least what is your least favorite yeah. thing for, from fast food? <laughs> and that's I feel like that answer is harder, actually. Yeah. Cause like the the bad fast food meals you have, you just kind of bury. Like yeah, you don't right. want to remember that. 100%. I really have to plug the subconscious on this one. Um, I think the last time I got Jack in the Box, I also got mild food poisoning. So probably Ooh, whatever yikes. that was. Yeah, yeah, baby. I had, I had, I had, I had a DoorDash sushi, and that put me oh, on no. the toilet. Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ! You could get so many games of Marble Snap in, though. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> that's true. Fucking Marvel prolapse. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, call me when they put out that one. I was yeah. <laughs> Hello, nurse. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, speaking of prolapse, um, <laughs> so today is going to be a little bit different. Um, this is the first time that we kind of got pitched on an episode of this show. Wait, um, really? Yeah, actually. Um, oh, I was so sure that someone had done this maneuver before. No, I was. That's why I was so delighted. Is it's never happened? Yeah, before. people would be like, "Hey, this would be a fun thing to talk about," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then we'll like write it down. We have like a big list of stuff that I don't think we've actually touched in quite a while. Um, <laughs> no, no, because I'm riffing right now. <laughs> uh, but this is the first time somebody's been like, "Hey, just like dropping into the fucking Hamburglore tip line. I need you to look into this." Um, <laughs> I've got, I've got information on a subject, and so. Our, our lovely, lovely pal here, Taylor, uh, brought two things uh, that I had genuinely never heard of. Uh, Why would you? Yeah, right, we'll exactly. <laughs> Upon looking into it, it's because it's incredibly local to mm -hmm. like 
a specific region of the United States. Um, Taylor's Kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, that's not the only thing I'm cooking. Oh, <laughs> uh, Taylor, if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and start telling us about uh, Taco Villa. Taco Villa is a Texas panhandle and like some of New Mexico, like regional chain of fast food Tex-Mex mm-hmm. um, is the most succinct way I can describe it. The differentiating factors there is that it has some absolutely just nightmarish children's mascots. They're horrifying. So if Nathan, if you could go in the Hamburg, Hamburger chat and click on that kids zone link for me. Mm-hmm. Kids zone. It's always a zone. Yeah, for it's kids. always a zone. Yeah, the kids always get in the zone. Why is that? Oh no! Oh yes, yes these, these little lumps of flesh are called the hungries. Um, the hungries. And there are there are so many so many individual PDFs of just like incriminating <laughs> material of these little fuckers. And if you want to watch if you want to watch along, you could go to tacovilla.net slash kids hyphen zone slash. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. honestly, if people were to just print these out and color them in and put them in the Discord, I think that would be delightful, actually. Yeah, that would whip. Honestly, do it. Use yeah. use markup on your iPhone and just do it. Or yeah. print them out. Who gives a shit? I don't care. <laughs> Give them to your mom. <laughs> but uh yeah, food wise, Taco Bell is pretty good. Basic Tex Mex fare. Um, the one big positive for them is that they have a pretty consistent salsa bar with a bunch of different salsas. Oh, that's really cool. To, hey. Yeah, you don't have to do like the Taco Bell thing of please, sir, may I have three packets of Diablo? I'm just a little guy. <laughs> just a little guy. <laughs> Because, yeah, I am the freak that when I order Taco Bell, I have to have three of every, like, salsa variant. Huh. Okay. adding salsa bar to that just eliminates that whole, like, social humiliation aspect entirely. <laughs> oh, they've got curly fries here. I think, I'm there. I think social humiliation is probably the most apt way I've ever had that described to me. Sopa pias, dude. Yeah, the it, it's honestly fucking good. I mean, if you if you need like, and I mean this in the most affectionate way, Taco Villa, I would never, I would never fall on hate on you. If you need just kind of garbage text specs food and you don't want to think about it too hard, mm-hmm. Taco Villa is great. Honestly, anytime I ever want like Tex Mex food, I have already like reached a certain point, usually of sobriety. Um, yeah, I do not care what enters my body. I just need it there. They put a slice of tomato on their tacos as if it was a hat, and I really like that. Yeah, it's cute. It's, it's cute. Like a little, it's a little, it's a little tomato sombrero. I enjoy this. Um, but yeah, um, as I alluded to in the show notes, there are two Taco Via websites, which I think is kind of a dual ownership situation. That confused the shit out of me. Uh-huh. A West Coast Taco Via and a, and a <laughs> Great Great Lakes Taco Via. Not even that. Just like. Um, I mean, this is public information, so I'll just say it. All the Lubbock locations, like where I went to school, are on the new, less interesting Taco Villa website. They are not mm-hmm. on this fun old one, <laughs> which is Taco. Is it .com versus .net? Yeah, it's a .com versus .net. Stage. Yeah. So yeah, the <laughs> other one is Taco Villa, Taco Villa Online .com dot gov yeah and if and if you head there you can see the vestiges of the fun taco via website because there's a little hungry man hiding behind the little sign there (laughs) um so i did uh the few notes that i did take were um i found out all of the names of all of the hungries 
Oh, um, I was going to make Nathan guess. Okay, I can do this. I can do this. I can do okay, this. Okay, so here, let me let me send a picture uh, here in Hamburglar because I do I did grab a little picture of the Hungries. Yeah, and for those that don't know, I did totally fucking nail the name of one of the fucking Yeah, it characters. was fucked up, actually. <laughs> it was <laughs> fucked up. Cam's like, who's this character? I was like, that's that's Cherry. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I do know that they, from a glance, that they have very old-timey names yes. uh, from a picture I did, but I don't remember any of them. Okay. I know that one of them is Beauregard, so I'm not going to guess that at all for any of okay, them. Okay, okay. Uh, Follow-up question. What do you consider old-timey name here? Old-timey name as in, like, somebody who would be driving a jalopy... Somebody who's friends with Mary Poppins. Mm. Mm, somebody who's okay. friends with Mary Poppins' his name is, like, Beauregard or, like, Fauntleroy <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? One of them, one of them type of dudes. Like, definitely had a plantation if you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah yeah like that kind of a name yeah nathan what do you yes. think is the name of the little pink guy on the left with the big nose and the ears ernie his ernie he's 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 got a big he's got a big nose and uh a bigger heart oh you like oh. you were spiritually close his name is julius <laughs> yeah that is julius at two he's pink julius at two, he's not even the orange one yeah, at two beauregard or whatever um, <laughs> okay the orange one's name is uh hunkulus <laughs> god i wish that would make more sense and this that would rule actually it's sigmund is in sigmund uh, Freud. yeah <laughs> Oh my god. Sigmund Freud. That ain't okay. no cigar. <laughs> I've got an oral fixation for you. And it's Taco Villa. Is that the voice? Yeah, it is. It's all I'm also oh. deciding the voice. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I respect your I'm wacky, you guys. If you get this purple guy's name, I will spontaneously combust it. I chair. will cancel this show. We're done if you get this right. I'm I'm I was so in this moment I was tempted to cheat and just like yeah. guess it and just like but I'm gonna say his name is Pequod. No, but once again I feel like you're spiritually Correct. close. Like yeah. you got the aura of it. His name is Frawley. That's F-R-A-W-E-L-E-Y. I don't even think that's a real name. I don't think it is either. Um, big any, big passed out on my keyboard energy. Yeah. If you're listening into the show and your name is Frawley, like please yeah. contact me. Just let me know that you exist. Yeah, I'll send you twenty dollars for like a name change. <laughs> it ain't that expensive. Yeah, sign your coloring Scott, page. Scott Frawley. <laughs> green one in the middle, like bluish greenish one in the middle. His name is Ernesto. Mm -mm. No, no. Nope. What about Thomas? <laughs> that's my partner's name. And honestly, that's so mean. <laughs> I'm going to tell him you said that. <laughs> I was like, hey, babe, I was on a podcast with somebody and they said you were this. <laughs> <laughs> you got called the Harley of the Taco Villa Hungries. Yeah, this is Harley. Yeah, this is Harley. We have a okay. Frawley and a Harley. Harley is in Quinn. Yes. Okay. 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 <laughs> now the little rap, the little blue rat bastard to the right of him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. His name is Rodney. No. His name is what Laszlo. Is his... 
it's Laszlo. So far of all of them, I feel like his is like, yeah, it kind of looks like a Laszlo. That could be a Laszlo. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I believe. Yeah, there is a belligerent vagrant to the right of him. Yeah, there sure is. And and his his mouth is enormous. And that's Harold is what he is. You're so close. You're so close. Really? His name is no. Irving. <laughs> Irving I mean, again I mean like the aura sure. emanating yeah, from yeah, this yeah. dude like you pinpointed that mm. none of these none of these dudes have like names befitting of 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 a villa a, a taco mm-hmm. uh, like zone like it's all just like hey it's it's my it's Michael the guacamole guy <laughs> or whatever I bet these dudes aren't even that hungry <laughs> you just know they went to like the mid 60s equivalent of babynames.com yeah. and just, <laughs> just like knock this Bartholomew. one out. They found their yeah. fucking grandma's like book of baby names from like the exactly, 1850s. Yeah. What the fuck so, is to, a to, frolly? To round out the end, the 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 green one is Terrence and the the blue one is Long Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so the green one is that one is Beauregard. Oh, okay. Um, which I kind of so, love the idea of like a bear looking dude named Beauregard. Kind of into yeah. that, actually. The tall, lanky one is called Mortimer. Yeah. Mortimer. Yeah. Hi, I'm Mortimer from the taco store. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. Get me into get me into the like the like history or the vibe of like what is the hungries? What's going on here? Oh, we can go to kid stuff marketing. Yeah, did you see the other URL at the bottom there? Kidstuff.com. Kidstuff.com. Create mealtime memories with our custom programs for kids. The Hungries are the worst. The Hungries are the worst. The Hungries are the worst. I hate these fucking lumpy idiots. They're all shaped like different chicken mac nuggets. They suck. All right. All right. So do we have like a history of like what's going on? with this restaurant like what is the uh why does this restaurant is basically what what i'm saying what is the what is the vibe of this this like spiritually okay um well the older website has more information on this (laughs) does yeah in 1968 bobby d cox the those the greatest name of all time yes like that is just podcasting gold right there it is it is oh i'm just drink. i'm just drinking it in guys <laughs> drinking the cocks in huh yeah 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 hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. the cocks <laughs> anyway he built the first taco via mexican fast food restaurant in odessa texas mm-hmm. it was a family business built on serving only the freshest tastiest mexican food and a strong dedication to customer service he worked hard to, to develop the truly unique recipes that give Taco Villa's menu a taste like no other. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's like not a lot about uh, Taco Villa out there because it is so like small and like very family-ish run. I would say the most telling thing is if you go to the About Us page on the old site, which yeah. I can't remember if I pasted this in there or not, and just look at the picture on yeah, that page. Everybody in there is fucking white. Like, hmm and just the building itself that is the taco villa i remember um and the inside like the seats and stuff have the very like 80s taco bell aesthetic to them a lot of pastels and swivel chairs and stuff like that yeah so that's what i associate with the brand also 50 spicy years is a (laughs) hell of a tagline yeah that's pretty good (laughs) 
<laughs> I can't. I cannot fault them for that. I can fault them for the actual Hungry's mascot costumes in that photo. I, yeah, I was going to ask Nathan, what do you think about seeing the Hungry's in the flesh? Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So we have the Hungries. Yeah. yeah. They are some of them are in here. Pain. Uh we've got I forgot all their names immediately. There's a green one that I think I've never seen before. The one on the right, that's Harley. Okay, and then there's like Long Dave and Stinky Pete on the left. The one on the left, that's Laszlo, and then that is Julius. Why do you need seven nothing? Why do you need seven? Just for my own edification here, I'm going to cruise the kids stuff like programs tab on the website. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think that'll give us some answers. Okay, um, bunch of characters. Here are the subcategories. Backwoods Buddies, TM. Bigfooted Friends. Hmm. Hell yeah. Reserved. Country Critters, TM. Fantastic Franks. And Tree Buds. <laughs> I'm going to click on Tree Buds. Please do. Okay, these are all pre-made products, but they're still pretty juicy. Let's look here. Yo, Taco Villa's got Dr. Pepper and Malibu drinks. That's cool. Yo, what? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm back in. Like they 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 announced this on 420 also. Yeah. Nice. Okay, let me copy this image for you. This is the biggest image I can find of what the tree buds look like. The tree buds. That's yet more. Oh my god. It's more of them. I do have a couple of things that I would like to add on the uh, Taco Vila stuff. Yeah, go uh, for it. From my notes. Um, I found a commercial from 1985. Wait, right. Oh, please. I need to see this game. <laughs> so I have a I have a commercial here queued up. Gigabox comes with your choice of a bean burrito or a kid's taco burger, small french fries, a small soft drink, and a hungry surprise with each one. Get your Gigabox today. Oh, mama, that's what I want. What is the scale of the Hungries? I'm still not know. clear. Yeah. They've been in three different sizes throughout Their this Their kid's commercial. meal was called the Giggle Box. It, and the phrase was, oh, mama, that's what I want. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, mama, mama, that's um, what I want. Oh, mama, that's what I want. I do have another video I would like to show you, if you please hold, because uh, I also found uh, somebody uploaded some 30 second and 10 second like bumper ads that played on like local news stations. That was literally just people being like, hey, I like Taco Villa. And that's the ad. I'm a Taco Villa fanatic. How about you? That's it. How about, how about, you? How about you? Yeah, that's how you know. <laughs> that's how you know it's the real regional shit. How about you? Shit like this is kind of why I like wanted to do this podcast in the first place. Oh, um, real talk. Origin story of this was directly after me listening to the Jungle Law. Excellent, episode, great. Which is like, oh, I could go in deep. With Honestly, this. great. Like, this is my Good. favorite kind of <laughs> shit to find. Like the weird shit that like one like very small section of the country knows about but is like fucking passionate about i love that shit yeah and it's like they kind of are around still just because they were around before and so taco bell never like took hold or whatever right in the same kind of way and so you get this high popularity but low Mm -hmm. effort in all marketing shit which is so 
That is like the most winningest combination for me. It's like fucking Taco John's here yeah. in Nebraska. Taco, there's a place called Taco Inn. Sure. Like I N N, like a like like a place you go for an hourly rate for <laughs> sex with tacos. <laughs> like that's <laughs> And their their store colors are brown and beige. <laughs> mm, okay. All right. Well, that's challenging. Yeah. <laughs> um this yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. I love I love just a stupid store. I yeah. love just a stupid store, do you guys? I know. There should be more stupid restaurants. Why do you let them die? Yeah. Like, you don't need to have a huge fucking like following to have weird fucking mascots. Just fucking make them up. Who gives a shit? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Do skeletons ever have to use an umbrella? Fucking no. no. <laughs> you oh. can just be like, here's my new little guy. <laughs> That's all it takes, dude. I um, love these little guys. These guys are so ugly. Yeah, I, I actually found their names by like cross-referencing their pictures with like listings of old like collectible glasses really that they used to have and they had like a picture of them and their name on them they kind of look like old like coca-cola or like those old like mcdonald's like disney glasses those collector ones that you see a bunch of or like the old like mcdonald's land ones or whatever uh i guess they did that for the hungries which is kind of fucking cool actually i i would fucking love an umbrellaton collectible like glass like a that, glass that oh my god cool. yeah Holy yeah that'd be shit. great um so taylor but yeah um going on to our second locale yes. a lot less interesting than the hungries which is why why i weighted things this way but orlando's is an italian food chain that is also hyper oh, we're doing another restaurant yeah. hold on I'm, i gotta buckle in okay this is a supersized episode of hamburg lord it will. today yeah it will be yeah because my report's also long <laughs> So Orlando's, this will this will be snappier. Orlando's is an Italian restaurant that is also hyper regional to like the Texas Panhandle. It does okay. Italian food with a little Tex-Mex flair in there. And but the it's called Orlando's. <laughs> Listen, we'll get into that. <laughs> in fact, we'll get into that right now. Um, okay. According to the Orlando's website, here's the origin story for you. Once upon a time, in the far-off land of 1930s Brooklyn, New York, what? there lived a little boy named Michael Frank C. After learning all the secrets of great Italian cooking, Mike opened Orlando's on October 15, 1965, in Lubbock, Texas, at the Avenue Q location, naming the <sighs> restaurant after his maternal grandparents. His Huh. So there's a huge gap in that narrative. If he yeah. is in New York and then ends up there's in like fucking... There's like 5,000 miles in between there. I like, what is happening? Yeah, it's up in Lubbock, Texas. Like, what happened to you? He <laughs> unlocked all of the secrets of Italian dining. At age five? <laughs> Which is what that story implies. Yeah. <laughs> in the mystical um, land of Brooklyn. Brooklyn. The far off land of Brooklyn, New York. Hey, my 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 Nona Orlando taught me all the secrets to Italian cooking. It's all in the sauce. And then I went to Lubbock, Texas for some reason. Yeah, that's what I most fascinated yeah, how did by you by this year. How? Yeah, how? Um, I got there because I lived 30 minutes away. 
There you go. <laughs> Boom. That right there, that's closure. I, uh, the, their, their catchphrase is a little Italian, a lot of fun. Well, Nathan, 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 here's the thing. You haven't watched the jingle video. I am, have I am pulling that up to stream currently. Oh, here we are. Oh. Um, I started watching this and it got stuck in my head and I do want to die. I hate that Trap Paganini is on the right of your show. Hey, what I look up on YouTube while I'm drunk. <laughs> all right. That's Cab's business. Like. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway, here we go. Wow. I'm not gonna wow. shit, I'm not gonna lie to you, that shit fucking goes. It slaps, yeah. it fucking slaps. That fucking whips <laughs> ass, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> and I didn't want to gloss over the fact that in the back it does say mafia salsa. Mm. No, um, that's a thing that they do. Oh no. You can tell we're deep in the paint because I'm reverting back to my original accent. <laughs> <laughs> y'all. <laughs> now y'all. Mafia queso. Hell yeah. Oh, boys. All right. Here's the description for you. Hotter mm -hmm. than a smoking machine gun. This cheese dip is loaded. Loaded is in quotes with beef, green chilies and our famous Alfredo sauce served with tortilla chips and a slice of garlic bread. It is a little bomb emoji to signify that it's spicy. Oh, sure. Of course. <laughs> you did revert to your old accent there. <laughs> you did revert a little yeah. bit. Oh, that was deliberate that time. Oh, okay, sure, good, sure, good, sure. Good, good, good. <laughs> hey, uh. I've lived in Kansas my whole life. I think Texas might rule, actually. Um, <laughs> citation needed, especially. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Food-wise. Food-wise. Okay, food-wise, yeah. I... As far as this show is concerned, glowing reviews. <laughs> I feel Amazing. conflicted about that in general. But that's, yeah, that's I'll fair. roll with it. Um, can I read you another item description that I think will pique your interest? Please, please. Please do. Um, this is for the fried mozzarella. Here's the entirety of the description. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try it hot, quote, down in dirty style, end quote. Great. <laughs> 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 Fucking incredible. <laughs> Zero but notes. Try it hot. Uh, but yeah, Orlando's is another like local panhandle institution. It's a good restaurant. I like going there. I I I like this like this local vibe. Mm -hmm. um, wait till I do a, a a report on our local mattress salesman from back oh, home Jesus. in Midland, Michigan, not Midland, Texas. Uh, Dan Dan the mattress man. <laughs> shit was insane all right yeah absolutely <laughs> now Great. nathan what if i told you that the people who own this own another hyper local restaurant and that it also has a slapper of a jingle attached to it I we've will, got a third restaurant I will pull up this other one here. those beyond and in between let's go <laughs> this is caprock cafe i would describe it as the more um americanized like sports bar version okay okay, okay. I'm ready. I have not seen this one at all yet. So come into the Cap Rock. We get the prettiest sunsets in the world. And the prettiest girls. Cap Rock Cafe where Texas plays. Over at the Cap Rock, there's 
Texas thing I've seen in my life. I want candy. <laughs> this is just fucking we have free credit report.com at home. I was fucking gonna do it. Like, I was gonna say it was his dad. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of looks like it could be. Um, a friend of mine actually went like had classes with the dude who sings this. That rules. Yeah. Camp Rock on Dim Great lighting. Yeah. The commercial yeah, is great. Oh, yeah. This was 2007. Oh. For 2007, yeah, this rules. This looks great. Yeah. And the prettiest girls. <laughs> like, I can't Here's the thing this. about this that I love the most. This and, like, the last commercial as well. You know they had a good fucking time doing this. Like, oh, this yeah. was like... Oh, yeah, they were drunk as fuck. You know <laughs> it. The, the highlight of their year was shooting this commercial. One trillion percent. And that's awesome. Like, sometimes you can just tell, like, yeah, like, who cares if it's not, like, the best thing, but we're just having a good fucking time just, like, shooting a commercial for our bar. And I think that's fucking great. Yeah. Um, I linked two of the oldest variants here, but the newer ones are honestly just updates on that. So they're like, yeah, we got the one fucking thing that's that works. Fucking so great. change it. Great. Yeah. yeah, we paid $5 for this fucking song and we're going to fucking ride it till the wheels fall off, dude. I I can't wait for the inevitable like trap remixes of this to come out. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, I'm please, really into if that. If there are any, please, I yeah. need. Please. That would fucking own, actually. <laughs> I enjoy, I enjoy a weird local restaurant and i'm very mm. happy that i was introduced to literally three of them <laughs> on this report that's extremely good yeah no this this was like super enlightening and great and it's not often i get to learn fun things on this show it's usually i just get hurt so <laughs> thanks taylor i did make you look at the hungries does that not count yeah the hungries are definitely an an aberration they're not great <laughs> Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. They look like something you would have surgically removed from you. Yeah. Um. None of none of the hungries look benign. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, well, we have an episode title. Oh, yeah. We got it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Taylor, thanks for that report. Uh, everybody, uh, we'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break and then get at it with another uh, long report from Nate. I don't know what this is about, but I know that they probably clicked on a lot of Wikipedia links. So I was on that Wikipedia oh hard. God. Dude. Okay, all right, we'll be right back. He was up late wickling his pedia. <laughs> all right, everybody, we are back. Um, Nate. Go, just just get it over with. <laughs> there is a price to pay. God damn it. <laughs> that is the name of this report. <laughs> and it's a quote from the subject of the report for at least part of it, which is great. In 1984, the United States Department of Justice mandated AT&T Corporation to break up the Bell system into seven companies, which definitely sounds like a corpo version of a Tolkien story. Seven regional telecommunication companies for mortal men. 100%. <laughs> if you follow the AT&T, like, 
this report is not about AT&T, by the way, but if you follow like the AT&T, like they got too big and they were ordered to split up and then they got too big again, they were ordered to split up. It is incomprehensible. The telecommunications companies they were split up into were referred to as baby bells. Bell Atlantic, mm. one of the baby bells, came into existence the same year, headquartered in Philadelphia. It became part of the New Jersey Bell, Bell of Pennsylvania, Diamond State Telephone, and C&P Telephone Companies. Are you writing this down? With a trading area Absolutely from not. New Jersey to Virginia. In 1997, Bell Atlantic expanded into New York and to the New England states by merging with fellow baby bell 9X who I'm sure you all know. No, um, of course. In yeah. 2000, Bell Atlantic acquired GTE, which operated telecommunications companies across most of the rest of the country, not already in Bell Atlantic's footprint. Bell Atlantic, the surviving entity, changed its name to a portmanteau of veritas, meaning truth in Latin, and Horizon. Yes, indeed. It's time we talk oh about. Oh my god! It's time we talk about Verizon, the company so shitty, evil, and ubiquitous. It literally started in 1984 and actively lies about how secure they are, while seeing how much they can get away with throttling bandwidth in a bid to kill net neutrality. <laughs> Great! Wow. <laughs> Love to have a good time and then suddenly not. You wish I was talking about net neutrality by the end of this. Can we go back to talking about Mexican food? That was pretty cool. <laughs> Camp Rock, boom, deem, don't be lonely, dude. Yeah, if you sing it to me in that accent, I might actually digest it. <laughs> <laughs> have you either worked for or spent time in a cell phone store at all? Like, have you at like... Cell phone stores are the purgatory of the world. Like, even more than a they... train station or an airport. Yeah. They are like absolutely liminal spaces yeah like super liminal spaces <laughs> in the classical definition not the zoomer tiktok definition right, yeah, right. Yeah. like just like a place with of, fluorescent lights <laughs> all of them feel like you are doing a weird control side quest yes shit is grim dude but like it used to be cool when phones weren't like all just obsidian rectangles the the whole time but Actually, I have a line break here that says, fuck any of that for right now. What's your favorite old phone from back in the day? Um, I actually heavily fucked with the ones that like had the slide keyboard. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, I had an Android phone with a slide out keyboard. Fuck, uh -huh. that shit's good. I had the I, the LG Alias 2 I had. Oh, I fucked with uh, the chocolate. Do you remember that oh. LG chocolate? The NV1, 2, and 3? Fucking the razor, the crazer. Oh, <laughs> the crazy. What the crazer is? The crazer is a little guy. No, I'm thinking about the juke. I'm thinking about the juke. Oh. The crazer was a small. It was a thinner razor. Um, mm. but do you remember the juke at all? It swiveled around. Oh, oh that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You remember that shit, dude? That fucking Zoolander ass looking phone, like. Yeah. Everyone thought like the iPod touch wheel was the height of user interface. So mm -hmm. everyone was doing yeah. it. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, man. I remember I, I miss when fucking phones were like, I don't know what what weird thing can we do right now? <laughs> More ubiquitous than the coverage of Verizon uh, was the most famous ad campaign entitled. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Uh the Can You Hear Me Now campaign, which was created for the newly formed Verizon Wireless, started running in 2001 and featured actor Paul Marsarelli in the role of Test Man, a character based on a Verizon network tester who travels the country asking, can you hear me now? 
The campaign originally was conceived by oh, an ad agency named Bozel. Great. Um, and it ran for about 10 years. Bozel is well known for its campaigns, which have introduced memorable slogans and ads such as pork, the other white meat, which is insane. Mm. Uh, yeah. Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Oh my God. No shit. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. They also introduced the concept of Corinthian leather, which is nothing. <laughs> it's, so what you're saying is they are really good at their jobs, actually. They're really good at making nothing up and making it be something that sticks in your head. Corinthian leather was a thing for Chrysler cars, and they were like, uh, I don't know. It's just leather cars uh, or leather cars. Can you imagine? <laughs> you just know some dude at a Bible out during that meeting. He's like, uh, it's Corinthian leather. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, John leather. Wait. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> no. <laughs> Genesis leather. Genesis, le Genesis leather is what Nintendo doesn't. Oh, <laughs> shit. <Wow. laughs> Holy shit. They were they were like fucking books of the Bible as bitches. Um, they also uh, pioneered the phrase, the old home filler up and keep on a truck in cafe, which I refuse to click on. <laughs> and we will not know what that's about. But that was the fourth thing listed under pork, the other white meat, Corinthian leather and Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Can you read that back real quick for me? The old home filler up and keep on a truckin' cafe. Lots of hyphens, lots of apostrophes. Oh, it's a song. Oh, I thought it was a cafe for bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> Meet Virginia. Um... <laughs> Anyway, uh, data from the technology tracking uh, firm Yankee Group showed that in early years of the Can You Hear Me Now campaign, it made Verizon so fucking popular. It's a it's a really good ad campaign. It's like, an insanely good ad campaign. Yeah. Like one of the rare ones where it like sticks in people's brains, not in a negative way. And people are like, oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. I, I. The test actor or the test man actor, Paul Marker, Marcus Screlly, Martin Screlly, parted ways with Verizon and is now a spokesperson for Sprint, where he does literally the same shit. Just the same thing. So yeah. this dude, Paul Marcerelli, is is what I can only describe as the anti subway Jared. Like this guy absolutely did not deserve. And I don't know if you guys know about this. He got a lot of weird bullshit from the public for being this public figure for Verizon. I, yeah, I like vaguely remember that. And when I saw him pop up as the Sprint guy, I was like, hey, good for him. He's still getting yeah. one. That kind of yeah. a vibe, Get you know? Get fucking bag, you know? Hell People yeah. are like, oh my God, Brendan Fraser's back. I'm like, ah, oh, this is the fucking Verizon guy. <laughs> <laughs> so his fame had gotten so broad and weird that at his, <laughs> at his grandmother's funeral, a friend of the family whispered to another person, can you hear me now? Just as her body was being lowered <gasps> into her grave, which is honestly kind of a heater oh my <laughs> fucking holy fuck holy shit that is like the... ascendant hater behavior that is some gossip girl ass shit yeah <laughs> that person was described as a family friend yeah, <laughs> not, not anymore that i hope yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is like <sighs> That is one of those things that like you're like, yeah, man, you were in the wrong here, but <laughs> fuck, I have to respect that a little bit. Just like nuclear level bird. Yeah, yeah dude. Fucking 
sports center top 10 burn kind of a shit like holy fuck yeah it's like oh yeah lebron james got a sick dunk and took his pants off and took a shit on the other guy oh my god <laughs> um so he also couldn't find peace at his home in connecticut local youths began driving past his house and screaming can you hear me now at all hours of the night uh, they later started shouting the F slur at Marcerelli, who is oh boy. An, who is an out gay man. Um, That's that not fucking great. sucks, y'all. That blows. <laughs> he said it progressively just got more profane as the years went by. And he's like, I'm OK now, so don't feel bad. But there was a price to pay. One night, the harassment got so bad that he called the cops, but declined to file a report for fear that he might get outed, endangering his relationship with Verizon. Holy fuck. They had him by the fucking throat. His contract with Verizon put a damper on his acting career. You know, you don't think about that kind of shit with like spokespeople, right? Like that flow is like an actress like a person yeah, yeah, i mean and yeah, I, yeah. we'll get into this in another report sometime but flow absolutely sucks complete shit as a person oh um yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. um allegedly don't sue me whatever um not very progressive eh <laughs> <laughs> um but like this is a guy whose like acting career got like put on hold while he did have a steady job he was also like being called slurs by children at night and that ain't no good yeah and like career-wise if you're so known for that like that's all people are gonna ever see dude, you fucking as. daisy ridley can't get a job right now and yeah, she's in the fucking absolutely. star wars dude his contract prevented him from talking publicly about his role as test man for a long 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 time and it kept him working as many as many as 200 days a year on verizon events that's so much. That is a what yeah. like just 200 days a year doing only events, not just like, yeah. you know, I don't know, pitch meetings and like rehearsals and like filmings and stuff like that. I mean, rehearsals, he says the one thing, but like, you know, I'm just, just still. Yeah. What I want to know is where the fuck was his agent during all this? And if I see them, it's on site. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know. Like, yeah, absolutely. What a shit. What a shit deal. Again, it's Verizon, so they probably got him in a shitty contract he couldn't get out of. Because that's what Verizon does to everybody. (laughs) Um, You know what else goes on forever and blankets the nation and I can't stop thinking about it ever since I first heard about it? Number stations. Oh, great. (laughs) Do you guys know what number stations are? Yeah, I do. I I regrettably don't. I wish I did so I could, like, not yes and you, but here we are. It's 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 better. It's my best outcome is when somebody one one person knows and the other person doesn't. So a number station is a shortwave radio station synonymous with cryptography and and spy activity. Most identified stations use speech synthesis to vocalize numbers through digital modes such as phase key shifting. It's a bunch of technical shit to say it's a radio station that just reads out a bunch of numbers. If you've ever listened to any like footage footage uh, if you've ever listened to like any recording of a number station shit's kind of terrifying actually yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna stream it in a sec here um great i love, love that. that i want to die so listen to this shit this is on the wikipedia and it's the scariest shit i've ever heard in my life oh mm. i hate that i hate that very much Zero, two, five, eight, eight. 
I fucking hate that yeah, shit. Oh my god, I hate it nope. so much. Holy shit. <laughs> it is extremely extremely common throughout the world for these shortwave radio things to just be on the hour or the half hour and most of them we have no fucking clue what they're doing and that is the most insane shit i can think about today without wanting to go to bed (laughs) there's no discernible pattern to them there it's like cryptographical it's a like a one-time one-way code to someone And because of the way that they are made, it is impossible most times to figure out what they're trying to say. If we find out what one of them says, it's because somebody fucked up in like the cipher. And that Mm. is amazing. Yeah. What what this means basically is while the numbers can mean a code, though, uh, in and out of in and of themselves, there's also a way that they can kind of like put it out in and out of phase to have like a secondary message in there or have like Mm -hmm. different high frequency tones in there to have other hidden things and again these are everywhere they're all like there was a group called the enigma group hello that was (laughs) that was that was studying these things for dozens of years categorizing them in like okay this one looks like it might be morris code this one is definitely numbers this one is different clips of music that's played in a certain way or whatever um number stations are basically one of the most interesting things to me because they are kind of like a creepy pasta but in real life thing mm-hmm. but they're like kind of weirdly boring because it's just people saying numbers but at the same time they're intensely interesting because there are many many number stations going on today And at least publicly, no one knows what any of them are talking about. (laughs) Essentially, the purpose of a number station is to transmit some sort of data from one person to another over long distances on a public channel, which is like risky because, like I said, it's public on a radio frequency. But like I said, it's not it's not a normal cipher like, oh, when I say one, that's that's a and when I say two, that's B. It's not like that. It's like. Uh, Because of the secretive nature of the messages employed by particular stations, except for in one or two cases, it is assumed that most stations are a one-time code that would make the contents of these number groups indistinguishable from randomly generated numbers or digits. In one confirmed case, West Germany did use a number station. We have very, very, very few instances of people admitting to have used these for spy shit. Mm. Like that's fucking what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Considering what I know about the arc of communication in general, I'm guessing that most of these are just horny shit. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Like I want to fuck the hungries. Four, seven, one, two. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, let me see Beauregard's feet. Four, seven, 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 seven. um they're everywhere and we have no idea what's happening with them essentially many people claim that the number stations are codes that are linked to a process called (laughs) markov chains Uh, a markov chain or a markov process is a basically a sequence of possible events where the probability of each event depends only on the state attained by a previous event informally it's what happens next depends only on the state of affairs now so it's basically a smart if then statement. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a numbers Rube Goldberg machine. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And that's how they generate these these like one time ciphers. Basically, Markov chains are basically in charge of our entire lives, though. 
I found out. Markov chains are used in things like speech recognition. Hey Siri, call dad and tell him I love you. And things like how you get your credit score, which is how you get your car and get your house and like have your whole fucking huh. life. Because it's it's some shit where it, it just computes shit that you've done and puts out a probability of how profitable you are. <laughs> it's fucked up, yeah, dude. That's fucking wild. Um, I, I cannot internalize any more of this, so all I have to say in response <laughs> is... He Markov on my chain until I process. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Ah, uh, she Verizon on my wireless till I can hear him now. <laughs> um, it deals with chemistry, it deals with games, it deals with physics, it deals with biology, it deals with social science, it deals with insurance, it deals with telecommunications like Verizon that I forgot I was doing this report on. It's basically, <laughs> like I said, more intelligent if-then statements. It's a special, there's a special kind of Markov chain though, called a wiener process. <laughs> Now Cam's listening. Uh, yeah, um, me too. What? Okay, tell me more. <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> the Wiener process has something to do with concepts in physics called time reversal and time inversion. <laughs> okay, sure. What does this have to do with Wieners? <laughs> yeah. You'll see. If you look at the Big Bang as the start of the Markovian process. Great, we're doing this now. Okay, great. This big dang Big Bang winner of a Wiener process <laughs> could map out the entire history of everything and then eventually get you to what I'm actually doing this report on the end of time and the goal of the hat man for those of you God just to fucking damn it <laughs> <laughs> for those of you just tuning in or being a guest on this program right now I am now in part two of a five-part series on the hat man aka the quintessential sleep paralysis demon it's a guy that you see when you have sleep paralysis standing at the corner of your bed with a hat. It's real. Every culture in the world sees this man. It's fucking crazy. How how you how you how you doing over there, Taylor? You good? <laughs> Taylor has lost the will to taco. Um <laughs> So what I'm getting, it's like how all cultures invented bread at the same time, but for nightmares. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The hat man is the bread of your dreams uh that makes you old. Is the scat man related to the hat man? <laughs> The scat man! Whoa, dude! You I just mean, ruined part five of this report. God damn it. I mean, the hat, it could be a fedora. Whoa. Now that really skadoobity beepop beep. <laughs> she scat on my man. Wait. Um. <laughs> That's your business. <laughs> I'll get into the origin of him next time, but what I am essentially saying here is that since there is a process or a formula that could lead you through entropy to the heat death of the universe, this means that there is no entropy at the end of the universe. There's no time at the end of the universe. No time? Unlimited minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I just got fucking prestige. Damn. <laughs> I can hear you now. I wrote that at work on lunch and I was like, Cam, go go wild for this one. <laughs> fucking good. Uh, you, you were right. 
You were right. <laughs> so Fuck you, Nate Brandt. What, what I'm saying here is that the hat man is everywhere in your dreams because he is outside of time. Number stations aren't actually methods to convey information from people to people from country to country so much as they are to fill the airwaves with the hat man's messages. No mm. doubt sped along by Verizon's nationwide coverage. <laughs> if these number stations are implemented by humans with shortwave radio signals, what can someone who lives beyond the veil of sleep and watches your every night and every dream, what can he do with telecommunications? I don't know. Maybe 5G makes you gay. Can't confirm. <laughs> Can't confirm. <laughs> Can't confirm. I got the iPhone 12 and now I'm now I got now I'm now I'm married to a dude. It's it's cool. <laughs> hey, congrats. Muscle tough. Hell yeah. Uh, in the end, I think that we need to start thinking about the nature of the signals we're putting out into the airwaves. And more than that. What are we receiving and that we aren't aware of? What if the hat man was trying to tell us or warn us about something? What if he's helping us? This is unlikely based on my next few reports, but I believe what the hat man may want is for us to stay asleep, yet aware of him in an attempt to harvest something or speed entropy along in order to get to the end of time for him to be born in the first place. Oh... In fact, what if the hat man is trying to send you a message right now through this podcast? Stop looking for me. You will find no peace. No peace. No peace here. 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 No. No ending. This story will provide satisfaction. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. You will be left with nothing. With nothing. Nothing. You will be left. Left with nothing. I am already here. I am already here. Can you hear me now? Good. Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> this concludes all known lore on baby bells. <laughs> I... Ah, I basically wanted to make a big messy spaghetti thing of like the ancient aliens theories. Basically, I mean that the number station stuff is super interesting. No, in general, this this the main goal of this report was: hey guys, just Google number stations and listen to some shit and get scared. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's Um, basically real analog horror. (laughs) Yeah, and that's what fucks me up about it. This is fine. Everything this is, fine. is fine. Taylor's holding the stuff. This is fine, dog. Right well, hey Taylor, how you how you doing, bud? I'm doing okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. We were like, hey, here's here's three weird restaurants, and then I was just like, fuck you. The Hat Man's at the end of time, and he wants you to come or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me too, Hat Man. Taylor, hey, thanks for being here. Um, <laughs> hey Taylor, where can uh, people find you and the stuff you're doing? Uh, you can find me at a number of places now. Um, um, I'm currently doing community lead stuff and writing a few articles over at Press Space to Jump. We're a worker-owned games media cooperative. Um, you Fuck can, yeah. You can visit the main site at pressspacetojump.com. That is P-R-E-S-S-S-P-A-C-E-T-O-J-U-M-P.com. You can sign up for our Discord, which is super cool, at pressspace.community um otherwise my freelance stuff is still over at need money to live that's n-e-e-d-m-o-n-e-y-t-o dot l-i-v-e and you can sign up for my 
um, semi-regular font newsletter over at buttondown.email slash fontfreak. Um, this last one, I went to Universal and took a picture of a bunch of fonts and ran them through font identifiers. And the results were disastrous, but very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Need Money to Live is my favorite like URL of any that I know about. Okay. So well done on that front. I was just thinking about need money to dot live at work while I was just like working, not even thinking about that we were gonna record this podcast. <laughs> like I it's just good. it just sticks in my head like a knife. It's the best. It's the best, dude. Thank you. That's very sweet. <laughs> well hey everybody go 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 follow Taylor. Go support Taylor. Taylor's the homie. Uh Taylor does cool stuff. Taylor does the good shit. If you Dear reader, have made it this far. Hey, thanks so much for yeah, listening. Congrats, Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> fucking especially on this episode. Good fucking God! <laughs> um, this still won't be our longest episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you you know where to find us at this point. Some good shows. Stop it slash Patreon for the Patreon. Uh, all of that other fun stuff. Uh, our show art and music is by Zach Russell. Their work can be found at Sugar Crash Tats. Go follow them. They're fucking incredible. Also hire them. They're delightful. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the Candyman. He's already here. Thanks again for listening, everyone. <laughs> and remember, decay exists as an extant form of life. Uh...